The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. 877-291-0123 or relevantradio.com or the Relevant Radio app. Do it now and give from the heart. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Wednesday, February 8th, 2023, Wednesday of the fifth week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle one. Wednesday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the rosary. And today is the optional memorial of St. Josephine Bakita. Born in 1869 in the Darfur region of southern Sudan, she was kidnapped at the age of seven, sold into slavery, and given the name Bakita, which means fortunate. She was resold several times, finally in 1883 to Callisto Legnani, Italian consul in Khartoum. Now he took Josephine to Italy and gave her to his friend Augusto Michieli. Bakita became babysitter to Mimina Michieli, whom she accompanied to Venice's Institute of the Catechumens. Josephine there felt drawn to the Catholic Church. She was baptized and confirmed in 1890. When the Michielis returned from Africa, the future saint refused to go. During the ensuing court case, the judge concluded that since slavery was illegal in Italy, she had actually been free since 1885. Josephine entered the Institute of St. Magdalene of Canosa in 1893, and made her profession three years later. In 1902, she was transferred to northeast of Verona. She soon became well-loved by the children and the local citizens. She once said, Be good, love the Lord, pray for those who do not know him. What a great grace it is to know God. St. Josephine Bakita died in 1947. St. Josephine Bakita, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. My God, I adore you and I love you with all my heart. I thank you for having created me, made me a Christian, and preserved me this night. I offer you the actions of this day. Grant that all of them may be in accordance with your holy will and for your greater glory. Protect me from sin and from all evil. Let your grace be always with me and with all my dear ones. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying that parishes placing communion at the center may increasingly become communities of faith, fraternity, and welcome toward those most in need. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. In the Gospel of today's Mass, we read, Jesus summoned the crowd again and said to them, Hear me, all of you, and understand. Nothing that enters one from outside can defile that person, but the things that come out from within are what defile. 
When he got home away from the crowd, his disciples questioned him about the parable. He said to them, Are even you likewise without understanding? Do you not realize that everything that goes into a person from outside cannot defile, since it enters not the heart but the stomach and passes out into the latrine? Thus he declared all foods clean. But what comes out of the man, that is what defiles him. From within the man, from his heart, come evil thoughts, unchastity, theft, murder, adultery, greed, malice, deceit, licentiousness, envy, blasphemy, arrogance, folly. All these evils come from within, and they defile. The Jewish people had laws about what they could eat and not eat. And Jesus comes to call them, and you, and me, to a deeper understanding. We are not justified simply by following a set of rules. What matters is what comes from my heart, from what is within. And Jesus, you talk about the heart. What's most important is what comes from the heart what I desire. And, Lord, I want to desire your will. I want to desire the good. So what defiles someone are the evil deeds that come from within, that first take place in one's heart. All those evil thoughts. But, on the other hand, Jesus says, The good man, out of the good treasure of his heart, produces good. And the evil man, out of his evil treasure, produces evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks. Out of the abundance of the heart. What is in your heart? What is in mine? What are the intentions that I have when I do whatever I do throughout the day, when I work? when I deal with others, even when I pray. Because it's not enough just to do good things or to follow the rules. It's, why am I doing them? Am I doing them for love of God or am I doing them to be noticed by others, to be praised? Recently, I read in the news about a man who had passed away. He died in January of 2023, so just last month. And he was in his 80s. He had lived a full life. And his daughter revealed something at his funeral. Something that had been a well-kept secret. It had happened perhaps 10 years before. And this man went to his local pharmacy. He went up to the pharmacist, took him aside, and asked him, Do you ever have anybody that can't pay for their medication? And the pharmacist said, Well, yes, unfortunately, that happens quite frequently. So the man donated $100 to the pharmacy for anyone who couldn't afford to pay for a prescription. And he said, Next time someone comes who can't pay, would you please use this money and don't tell them where it came from? 
And don't tell me who needed it. Just say, it was a blessing from the Lord. So the man started to do that every month. And at one point, it became too difficult for him to get to the pharmacy because he was getting older and was sicker. And so he told his daughter, he said, there's something I've been doing for a while and I would like you to continue doing it. I want you to take a $100 bill up to the pharmacy on the first day of the month, every month, for as long as I'm alive. And don't tell anybody. And she... She did. She would go every month, take $100 from her father, and take it to the pharmacy for whoever needed it, right, as a, as a random donation. And this man didn't seek any recognition or thanks or anything. He was just a good man who wanted to help people, knowing that it pleased the Lord. He was a man who prayed every day. He read the Bible every single day. And that impacted his heart. Jesus, his daily dialogue with you, his reflection on your life, led him to these good deeds. These good deeds which came from his good heart, without seeking any glory on this earth. It can help us to also reflect what's in my heart, what good deeds flow from my heart. What good deeds and what good intentions. Not seeking my glory, not doing it for the sake of the pat on the back. Not that it's bad at all to get patted on the back, but that's not the reason why I do it. We ask the Holy Spirit to help us, to help see what's in my heart. Why do I do what I do? Pope Francis had a whole series of audiences, his Wednesday audience, um, and he had a series on discernment. I think it was like 14 Wednesdays in which he would reflect on different aspects of discernment. And in one of those audiences, he said, God's voice does not impose itself. God's voice is discreet, respectful. And for that reason, it produces peace. And it is only in peace that we can enter profoundly into ourselves and recognize the authentic desires the Lord has placed in our hearts. Often it is not easy to enter into that place of heart because we are busy with many things throughout the day. But please, calm yourself a little. Enter into yourself within yourself. Stop for two minutes. Witness what your heart is feeling. Let's do this, brothers and sisters. It will help us a lot because in that moment of calm, we immediately hear God's voice saying to us, well, look here or look at that and what you're doing is good. Let us allow God's voice to immediately enter into the moment of calm. He's waiting for us to do this. And I really liked that phrase that the Pope said, witness what your heart is feeling. Let's witness to what's in my heart through an examination of conscience, through a time of quiet prayer, of quiet reflection. Witness what's in my heart. And then Jesus, help me change what needs to be changed or when it needs to be changed. 
We can change vanity or vainglory to glory of God by altering our intention, by saying, Jesus, I want it to be for you. Or we can change envy that comes from comparisons with others. We can change that envy to joy at the good of another, of gratitude that something good has happened to somebody else. We can change annoyance or harsh harsh judgment to understanding and patience. What's in my heart? What makes me tick? What do I long for? Jesus, I want to long for you. I want to love you, and I want to love others out of love for you. Help me. Help purify my heart. The sacrament of confession helps us tremendously with this. There we are forgiven. We experience God's merciful love, his most merciful heart that forgives us. We experience his love in the Eucharist too and in our prayer. Our hearts need to be purified. When throughout the day do we have intentions that are not that are not all good? Or that maybe are more selfish than selfless. And let's tell our Lord, Lord, I want it to be for you. We ask our mother Mary to help us. Mary, my mother, help me have a pure heart, a heart that seeks the glory of God, that seeks to love Jesus and to love others out of love for him. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 14 minutes past the hour. We'll begin the liturgical day next on Daybreak. Look at this, the middle day of the week, creeping up on halfway through the Relevant Radio Evil Winter Give from the Heart Pledge Drive. Long way to go to get to even halfway toward our goal by the end of the week, $3 million. But we can make up some ground, get today off to a good start, carry on that momentum for Monday and Tuesday. You can get your gift matched right now at 100%. How's that for a deal? It's a partnership challenge hour bright and early when you give from the heart online at RelevantRadio.com or on the mobile app or on the phone, 877-291-0123. In addition to your basic info, which will take just a minute because we know you're busy this time of day, but you can leave, leave prayer info for us as well. We're happy to pray for you and your needs. And I tell you, it's, it really brings home the mission of Relevant Radio. All the struggles folks have out there that we can pray for and we can encourage you to pray for as well. We continue to build one another up to help instruct each other in the faith, to buck one another up through the tough times and get through everything we need to get through together when you give from the heart. 877-291-0123 or online, Paul, at RelevantRadio.com. And as always, we have some beautiful thank you gifts at the dollar a day level. We have a 30-day personal retreat. It's called Jesus I Trust in You. It's based on the litany of trust. We're made for love, and love requires trust. In Jesus I Trust in You, a 30-day personal retreat based on the litany of trust, Sister Faustina Maria Pia Bianchi learns what it means to place our trust in Jesus no matter the circumstances. That's at the dollar-a-day level. We have other thank-you gifts 
You can see them at RelevantRadio.com. But I don't want that to be the only reason you give to Relevant Radio. Give from the heart. Help Relevant Radio keep going for another three months and to share the good news with your neighbors. Call 877-291-0123 or pledge online at RelevantRadio.com or on the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak for Wednesday, February 8th, 2023. I'm Paul Sadek. We join the whole church in prayer now as we begin the liturgical day. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth mouth will proclaim proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Come, let us sing to the Lord and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Today listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker.
I love you, Lord. You are my strength. I love, I love you, Lord. You are my strength. I love you, Lord, my strength, my rock, my fortress, my Savior. My God is the rock where I take refuge, my shield, my mighty help, my stronghold. The Lord is worthy of all praise. When I call, I am saved from my foes. The waves of death rose about me. The torrents of destruction assailed me. The snares of the grave entangled me. The traps of death confronted me. In my anguish, I called to the Lord. I cried to my God for help. From his temple, he heard my voice. My cry came to his ears. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. I love love you, Lord. You are my strength. The Lord has saved me. He wanted me for his own. The Lord Lord has has saved me. He wanted me for his own. Then the earth reeled and rocked. The mountains were shaken to their base. They reeled at his terrible anger. Smoke came forth from his nostrils, and scorching fire from his mouth. Coals were set ablaze by its heat. He lowered the heavens and came down, a black cloud under his feet. He came enthroned on the cherubim. He flew on the wings of the wind. He made the darkness his covering the dark waters of the clouds, his tent. A brightness shone out before him with hailstones and flashes of fire. The Lord thundered in the heavens. The Most High let his voice be heard. He shot his arrows, scattered the foe, flashed his lightnings and put them to flight. The bed of the ocean was revealed. The foundations of the world were laid bare at the thunder of your threat, O Lord, at the blast of the breath of your anger. From on high he reached down and seized me. He drew me forth from the mighty waters. He snatched me from my powerful foe, from my enemies whose strength I could not match. They assailed me in the day of my misfortune, but the Lord was my support. He brought me forth into freedom. He saved me because he loved me. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. The Lord Lord has saved me. He He wanted me for his own. Lord, kindle a light for my guidance and scatter my darkness. Lord, kindle a light for my guidance and scatter my darkness. He rewarded me because I was just, repaid me for my hands were clean, for I have kept the way of the Lord and have not fallen away, for his judgments are all before me. I have never neglected his commands. I have always been upright before him. I have kept myself from guilt. 
he repaid me because I was just, and my hands were clean in his eyes. You are loving with those who love you. You show yourself perfect with the perfect. With the sincere, you show yourself sincere. But the cunning you outdo in cunning. For you save a humble people, but humble the eyes that are proud. You, O Lord, are my lamp, my God, who lightens my darkness. With you I can break through any barrier. With my God I can scale any wall. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, our strength and salvation, put in us the flame of your love and make our love for you grow to a perfect love which reaches to our neighbor. Lord, kindle a light for my nights and scatter my darkness. All wondered at the words of grace which came from the mouth of the Lord. A reading from the letter of Paul to the Galatians. Brothers, let me give you an everyday example. You cannot add anything to a man's will or set it aside once it is legally validated. There were promises spoken to Abraham and to his descendant. Scripture does not say, and to your descendants, as if applied to many, but as if it applied to only one and to your descendant, that is, to Christ. My point is this. A covenant formally ratified by God is not set aside as invalid by any law that came into being 430 years later, nor is its promise nullified. Clearly, if one's inheritance comes through the law, It is no longer conferred in virtue of the promise. Yet it was by way of promise that God granted Abraham his privilege. What is the relevance of the law in such case? It was given in view of transgressions and promulgated by angels at the hands of a mediator. It was to be valid only until that descendant or offspring came to whom the promise had been given. Now there can be no mediator when only one person is involved, and God is one. Does this mean that the law is opposed to the promises of God? Again, unthinkable. If the law that was given was such that it could impart life, then justice would be a consequence of the law. In fact, however, Scripture has locked all things in under the constraint of sin. Why? So that the promise might be fulfilled in those who believe, in consequence of faith in Jesus Christ. Before faith came, we were under the constraint of law, locked in until the faith that was coming should be revealed. In other words, the law was our monitor until Christ came to bring about our justification through faith. But now that faith is here, 
We are no longer in the monitor's charge. Each one of you is a son of God because of your faith in Christ Jesus. All of you who have been baptized into Christ have clothed yourselves with him. There does not exist among you Jew or Greek, slave or free man, male or female. All are one in Christ Jesus. Furthermore, if you belong to Christ, you are the descendants of Abraham, which means you inherit all that was promised. Brothers, as long as a designated heir is not of age, his condition is no different from that of slave, even though in name he is master of all his possessions. For he is under the supervision of guardians and administrators until the time set by his father. In the same way, while we were not yet of age, we were like slaves, subordinated to the elements of the world. But when the designated time had come, God sent forth his Son, born of a woman, born under the law, to deliver from the law those who were subjected to it, so that we might receive our status as adopted sons. The proof that you are his sons is the fact that God has sent forth into our hearts the spirit of his Son, which cries out, Abba, Father. You are no longer a slave but a son, and the fact that you are a son makes you an heir by God's design. The Word of the Lord All of you who have been baptized in Christ have put on Christ. Now there is neither Jew nor Greek. You are, are all, all one in Christ Jesus. Jesus. You must put on the new man, created in the image of God, in true justice and in holiness. You, you are, are all one in, in Christ, Christ Jesus. A reading from a letter by St. Ambrose, Bishop. The person who puts to death by the Spirit the deeds of our sinful nature will live, says the Apostle. This is not surprising, since one who has the Spirit of God becomes a child of God. So true is it that he is a child of God that he receives not a spirit that enslaves, but the spirit that makes us sons. So much so, that the Holy Spirit bears witness to our spirit that we are the sons of God. This is the witness of the Holy Spirit. He cries out in our hearts, Abba, Father, as we read in the letter to the Galatians. There is also that other great testimony to the fact that we are sons of God. We are heirs of God, co-heirs with Christ. A co-heir of Christ is one who is glorified along with Christ. The one who is glorified along with him is one who, by suffering for him, suffers along with him. To encourage us in suffering, Paul adds that all our sufferings are small in comparison with the wonderful reward that will be revealed in us. Our labors do not deserve the blessings that are to come. We shall be restored to the likeness of God and counted worthy of seeing him face to face. He enhances the greatness of the revelation that is to come by adding that creation also looks forward to this revealing of the sons of God, 
Creation, he says, is at present condemned to frustration, not of its own choice, but it lives in hope. Its hope is in Christ, as it awaits the grace of His ministry, or it hopes that it will share in the glorious freedom of the sons of God, and be freed from its bondage to corruption, so that there will be one freedom shared by creation and by the sons of God, when their glory will be revealed. At present, however, while this revealing is delayed, all creation groans as it looks forward to the glory of adoption and redemption. It is already in labor with that spirit of salvation, and is anxious to be freed from its subjection to frustration. The meaning is clear. Those who have the first fruits of the Spirit are groaning in expectation of the adoption of sons. This adoption of sons is that of the whole body of creation, when it will be as it were a son of God, and see the divine, eternal goodness face to face. The adoption of sons is present in the church of the Lord, when the Spirit cries out, Abba, Father, as you read in the letter to the Galatians. But it will be perfect when all who are worthy of seeing the face of God rise in incorruption, in honor, and in glory. Then our humanity will know that it has been truly redeemed. So Paul glories in saying, We are saved by hope. Hope saves, just as faith does. For of faith it is said, Your faith has saved you. We are God's heirs and co-heirs with Christ. If only we suffer with Him, so that we may also be glorified with Him. Now that we have been justified in His blood, it is all the more likely that He will save us from God's anger. If only we suffer with Him, so that we may also be glorified with Him. Let us pray. Keep your family safe, O Lord, with unfailing care, that, relying solely on the hope of heavenly grace, they may be defended always by your protection. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Twenty-three minutes before the hour, we'll check out today's gospel in just a few minutes, along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer. It's all coming up on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Give from the heart. The Relevant Radio Winter Pledge Drive is underway We're asking you to give from the heart right now. Help Relevant Radio keep on going for another three months. Our need this time is $3 million. And this month we celebrate President's Day. It's fitting to make a donation this month in appreciation for all of the freedoms that we enjoy in the United States. And of course, your donation allows Relevant Radio to keep on as a strong voice, proclaiming and fighting for the importance of our religious freedoms. There aren't too many places on the dial where you're going to hear that. Relevant Radio is one of them. So call now with your pledge. There's no pledge too small, no pledge too big. Give from the heart at 877 2910123 
That's 877-291-0123. Or pledge online at RelevantRadio.com or on the Relevant Radio app. Easy to give, even bright and early here. It takes just a moment. Give on the phone at 877-291-0123. Online at RelevantRadio.com or on the mobile app as well. If Relevant Radio has helped build up your faith, if we've helped comfort you in a time of need, if uh, we've allowed you to learn more about your faith so you can share it with others. Maybe you're one of those who've come back to church or back to the sacraments. Maybe you've come into church for the very first time thanks to what you've heard on Relevant Radio. Well, praise the Lord for that. That's a beautiful thing. We love to work with the Spirit and orchestrate those uh, great spiritual things that make a difference for a really long time, like eternity. Thanks for partnering with this mission. Thanks for giving from the heart. Your money is matched this hour, too, bright and early. 100% matched with the Partnership Challenge Hour. $100 turns into a $200 impact of $1,000 gift night. Right now, match with $1,000. Please do your generous best, won't you? Reach us at 877-291-0123 or RelevantRadio.com. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on Wednesday of the fifth week in Ordinary Time. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord tells us very clearly what really defiles a person. It's from the seventh chapter of the Gospel of Mark. He called the people to him again. Hear me, all of you, and understand There is nothing outside a man which by going into him can defile him. But the things which come out of a man are what defile him. When Jesus had entered the house and left the people, his disciples asked him about the parable. He said to them, Then are you also without understanding? Do you not see that whatever goes into a man from outside cannot defile him? since it enters not his heart, but his stomach, and so passes on. Thus he declared all foods clean. What comes out of a man is what defiles a man. For from within, out of the heart of man, come evil thoughts, fornication, theft, murder, adultery, coveting, wickedness, deceit, licentiousness, envy, slander, pride, foolishness. All these evil things come from within, and they defile a man. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Well, we hear about professional prestige at work. It's not something to feed your ego or to make you fall victim to the sin of pride. It should be simply a good example to everyone around you. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 3, Ordinary Time. Professional prestige is earned day after day by work which is normally silent, finished off down to the last detail, and done conscientiously in God's presence without too much concern about whether people will notice it or not. This prestige in one's own profession or trade for students in their study has immediate repercussions on one's colleagues and friends. Our words with which we try to lead them to God will carry a proportionate weight and authority. The example we give of competent work will help them to improve in their own work. 
our profession will become a pedestal for Christ so that he can be seen even by those who are far away. As well as professional prestige, God asks us for other virtues, for a spirit of service which is both pleasant for others and demanding on ourselves, for simplicity and humility so that we teach without giving ourselves too much importance, for serenity so that intense activity does not turn into mere activism. We need to know how to leave our work and worries to one side when the time comes to stop in order to pray or to look after the various members of the family. We do not make an excuse when the time comes to listen to our wife, our husband, our children, our parents, or our friends. Work should not take up so much of our day that it occupies the time that should be dedicated to God, to family, to our friends. If this should happen, it would be a clear sign that we are not sanctifying ourselves through our work, but rather that we are simply seeking self-satisfaction in it. It would be another form of corruption of that divine gift. This deformation is perhaps more dangerous in our day because of the false reasons for which many people work. We ordinary simple Christians in the middle of the world should never forget that we must find Christ each day in and through our occupation, whatever it may be. Let us turn to St. Joseph and ask him to teach us the basic virtues that we must live in the exercise of our profession. I am sure Joseph knew how to lend a hand in many difficulties with work well done. His skilled work was carried out in the service of others to brighten by its perfection the lives of other families in their neighborhood, and with a smile, a friendly word, an apparently casual remark, he would restore faith and happiness to those in danger of losing them. Close to Joseph, we will find Mary. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Fifteen minutes before the hour, let's pray. We join the whole church as we're led by our friends at divineoffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Thank you. 
We see light itself. O Lord, o Lord in, in your light, light we, we see light itself. Sin speaks to the sinner in the depths of his heart. There is no fear of God before his eyes. He so flatters himself in his mind that he knows not his guilt. In his mouth are mischief and deceit. All wisdom is gone. He plots the defeat of goodness as he lies on his bed. He has set his foot on evil ways. He clings to what is evil. Your love, O Lord, reaches to heaven, your truth to the skies. Your justice like God's mountain, your judgments like the deep. To both man and beast you give protection. O Lord, how precious is your love. My God, the sons of men find refuge in the shelter of your wings. They feast on the riches of your house. They drink from the stream of your delight. In you is the source of life, and in your light we see light. Keep on loving those who know you, doing justice for upright hearts. Let the foot of the proud not crush me, nor the hand of the wicked cast me out. See how the evildoers fall? Flung down, they shall never arise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it, it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, now and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, you are the source of unfailing light. Give us true knowledge of your mercy, so that we may renounce our pride and be filled with the riches of your house. O Lord, in your light, we see light itself. O God, you are great and glorious. We marvel at your power. O God, you are great and glorious. We marvel at your power. Strike up the instruments, a song to my God with timbrels. Chant to the Lord with cymbals. Sing him a new song, exalt and acclaim his name. 
A new hymn I will sing to my God. O Lord, great are you and glorious, wonderful in power and unsurpassable. Let your every creature serve you, for you spoke and they were made. You sent forth your spirit and they were created. No one can resist your word. The mountains to their bases and the seas are shaken. The rocks, like wax, melt before your glance. But to those who fear you, you are very merciful. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. O oh God, God, you are, you are great, great and glorious. We marvel at your power. Exalt in God's presence with hymns of praise. Exalt in God's presence with hymns of praise. All peoples, clap your hands. Cry to God with shouts of joy. For the Lord, the Most High, we must fear. Great King, over all the earth. He subdues peoples under us and nations under our feet. Our inheritance, our glory, is from him given to Jacob out of love. God goes up with shouts of joy. The Lord goes up with trumpet blast. Sing praise for God. Sing praise. Sing praise to our king. Sing praise. God is king of all the earth. Sing praise with all your skill. God is king over the nations. God reigns on his holy throne. The princes of peoples are assembled with the people of Abraham's God. The rulers of the earth belong to God, to God all who reigns over all. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. God, King of all peoples and all ages, it is your victory we celebrate as we sing with all the skill at our command. Help us always to overcome evil by good, and we may rejoice in your triumph forever. Exalt in God's presence with hymns of praise. A reading from the Book of Tobit. Do to no one what you yourself dislike. Give to the hungry some of your bread, and to the naked some of your clothing. Seek counsel from every wise man. At all times bless the Lord God and ask Him to make all your paths straight and to grant success to all your endeavors and plans. The Word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. Incline my heart according to, to your will, O God. Incline my heart according to your will, O God. Speed my steps along your path according to your will, O God. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Incline my heart according to your will, O God.
Show us your mercy, Lord. Remember your holy covenant. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Show us your mercy, Lord. Remember your holy covenant. Let us give thanks to Christ and offer him continual praise, for he sanctifies us and calls us his brothers. Lord, help Help your your brothers to grow in holiness. With single-minded devotion, we dedicate the beginnings of this day to the honor of your resurrection. May we make the whole day pleasing to you by our works of holiness. Lord, help Help your your brothers to grow in holiness. As a sign of your love, you renew each day for the sake of our well-being and happiness. Renew us daily for the sake of your glory. Lord, help Help your your brothers to grow in holiness. Teach us today to recognize your presence in all men. Especially in the poor and in those who mourn. Lord, help Help your brothers to grow in holiness. Grant that we may live today in peace with all men. Never rendering evil for evil. Lord, help Help your brothers to grow in holiness. With the longing for the coming of God's kingdom, let us offer our prayer to the Father. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. God our Savior, Hear our morning prayer. Help us to follow the light and live the truth. In you we have been born again as sons and daughters of light. May we be your witness before all the world. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. 
Hey, we only do it four times a year, and one of those times is right now. So call with your pledge, 877-291-0123, or RelevantRadio.com, or the Relevant Radio app, and give from the heart. I'm Paul Sadek. See you tomorrow morning. Go out, make it a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.